Hi everyone, welcome to the second podcast for Africa Sports Unified. I'm Gabriel, CEO and founder of Africa Sports Unified. And today, for the podcast, I'm here with a good friend of mine, Themba Joana. Yeah, I can't pronounce his surname, so he said it for me there. Um, but yeah, Themba is a great guy. We studied the same master's course at Birkbeck um, in central London in sports management and the business of football. He's also the founder of Sports Media Africa, a sports consultancy that assists rights owners and rights holders in sell their sports programs. He's also written an excellent report on the sports media landscape in sub-Saharan Africa. He spoke about that at my university as well. It was really good. It's called Africa Sports TV Market Report. And it's great. And now FM is doing great things in Europe and in Africa. So it's great to have him with us today. Thank you. And again, mind the background noise. We're just seated here in the Hilton Hotel. As you can imagine, it's a bit busy, but we can get to it. But Thamba, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. It's, it's an honor for being invited uh, to speak about something that I'm very passionate about. Uh, something is dear to my heart and something that's um, growing. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. So uh, we're going to break this podcast down into two parts. So the first part, we're going to speak about investment into local African sports. And the second part, again, we're going to talk about the topical subject right now. It's um, digital disruption in the technology and sports media landscape. But um, to start off with, investments in local sports in Africa. Yeah. How is it? How can it improve? What is it like, rather? I think over the decade or so, we have, um, we've seen a, a lot of movement in the market. Um, started by, I think, Super Sports, um, investing in local uh, African leagues, uh, football leagues, um, and, 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 and that, that, that uh, impetus uh, created a lot of buzz um, in terms of the potential that African sports has in not only being a commercial entity, but how it, dry, it drives growth for the pay TV market. Mm -hmm. And the best example for that is what um, the Premier Soccer League in South Africa yeah. has done for the subscriber numbers okay, yeah. uh, for uh, DSTV. Yeah. Right? They, they gained um, millions of subscribers because of the rights that they've got for the acquired from... For, for the for the Premier League, Premier Soccer League yeah. in South Africa, mm -hmm. taking away from SABC, yeah. international platform there. So so th that example is I think uh, at the moment the best example on what investment in local sports uh, by a, 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 a pay TV platform yeah. or a media platform. Is mm -hmm. a media platform that can do to local sports? Yeah. So. We, we, we've seen that, and we, actually, Super Sports kind of took that model across Africa with investment in Nigeria, yeah. investment in, in Kenya, investment <coughs> in um, Zambia, yeah. Mozambique. Yeah. Um, so, 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 so we've seen that happening. But yeah. and and let me not say, let me not start. Let me not go to the negatives. But then we've seen, we've seen Adzam um, investing in Tanzania locally. Mm -hmm. We've seen Zuku. You know, investing in in, 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 in other sports, in, in Kenya and Uganda. So we've seen that going. But over the years, uh, 
and so far we've seen that Supersport has actually disinvested in all of its African football leagues, yeah. except for South Africa, and you just renewed South Africa and Zambia. So that was very uh, uh, discouraging. So I know the countries that they've they've stepped out of, mm -hmm. for example, Nigeria and Kenya, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? Why do you think that is? It's a politics of football. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, is there a party to blame or? Listen. I'm not trying I, to point the finger, I, but. I don't want to get into that. Yeah. Okay. Ultimately, if federations are stable. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not, not because I'm from South Africa. I'm, I'm going to kind of praise South Africa. Yeah. But Safari, regardless of his, there are politics here. Yeah. But Safari is stable. Yeah. Right. There's continuity. Yeah. Right. And if you have a deal with uh, the present chairman, I mean, with the present management right mm -hmm. now, it's going to continue. Yeah. Doesn't mean when the guys come out, then the whole thing falls out. Yeah. So, it. it Confidence comes from the structures, the federation themselves. Yeah. Because if the federations give confidence to the investors, then investors feel assured yeah. that they will, they, at least there's, there's the potential for them yeah. to get the returns on their investment. Yeah. So it's, if, if the politics of side of football can be man, managed to understand that investors feel a certain surety yeah. and, and security, mm. that the, the risk of politics is minimized. Yeah. Yeah. So I, from from what you're saying, there it seems that it's more than just the sporting elements that is involved. It's like the economy in general as well. It's a whole ecosystem. Yeah. Okay. So 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 us as as, as practitioners, right? As African sports practitioners, yeah. we have to have to look at it from that point of view. Yeah. That the ecosystem has got to be robust enough to attract investment, local and international investment. Mm -hmm. So it's not only that the federation has got to be on point, yeah. right? You got, yes, the federation is going to be on point. Federation is going to be a very a robust and, 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 and well-structured and gives and, and kind of gives that feeling of consistency. Yeah. But where are your brokers? Yeah. Uh, where are your clubs? Okay. Where, where are your fans? Yeah. It, 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 so, in, in, in the service industry, it's important. Yeah. Right? It's all not only the primary stakeholders in that economy that are important. The guys that are involved in the, in the production of product, yes, mm -hmm. but it's the guys that, that actually produce, uh, that provide the services that make it run. Yeah. So the, your consultancies, your your, your 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 research companies, your sponsorship companies, all the brands, the the, the sponsorship, they all these uh, um, have a role to play in creating. Um, a, a mm. good system yeah. of football in Africa. And I think I definitely agree with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Even speaking to people back home, it seems like the foundation sometimes isn't always there. Do you think Do you think some of the local sports are starting to realise that they need to build a big and strong foundation to get that consistency? And by foundation, I mean the grassroots sports. Grassroots sports, in terms of like their business models, more having things as well, having things in place for that. Like, the super you mean sports, the, the professionalism, exactly. Yes. Well, it's <laughs> come on. This is a business, right? Yeah. If you want, if 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 you are a business and you want to attract investment, yeah. Right, it's 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 a no-brainer. Yeah. That professionalism should be the norm. It's a no-brainer. Um. So so. PSO. 
right? PSO uh, uh, is very professional, yeah. right? Regardless of its shortcomings, which are many, it's a very professional entity. It gives the surety that if you put your money in here, you as a sponsor, you as an investor, you're going to get value for money. Yeah. And that's what it is. And, and you, that comes with a lot of professionalism, a structured a machine that when you look at it, you, you can see that entity is designed to give you value. Yeah. That's it. So, so professionalism is, 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 is paramount to, 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 to attract partners and investors. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, and I, I definitely agree with that. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. For there to be a, a sports rights market in Africa. Yeah. Okay? So when I say sports rights, you mean there has to be professional sports leagues. Yeah. Um, or competition taking place. Yeah. Right? And there has to be production and distribution. Yeah. So that's what. That's 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 rights. Yeah. That's the rights market. Mm-hmm. But the rights market, so professional sports, would not happen without a a foundation, foundational sports, development sports, yeah. grassroots sports. Yeah. Right? A good infrastructure for for grassroots sports. Yeah. And unfortunately, the, the focus right now for Africa sports or football, right? Yeah. The focus is on the leagues, right? Like, okay, listen, let, let, let's let's build a, a, a good professional leagues. And I'm, I'm not against that at all. But if you focus only on the elite part of football, mm-hmm. elite part of sports, who is going to uh, uh, feed into that system? Yeah. What talent? Because yeah. you need talent to feed yeah. into that. Yeah. And if you don't have a good foundation, right, the, the grassroots sports, the yeah. sports, it's not going to be, be, be sustainable. It's not going to be robust enough to create that system. So as much as you are focusing on development on, on professional sports, on the professional elite sports, mm. you have to be focusing on the grassroots sports as well. Yeah. So it requires government. It requires federation. It requires sponsorship. Yeah. Right. It requires a a, a, a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. Right. Not so that you don't look only at the professional sports. Okay, fine. What are your schools producing? What is, is that talent in the community? Yeah. Right? Can we combine this talent and then create academies? Right? That's going to nurture the, the, yeah. the most uh, 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 um, promising talent. Yeah. And then that talent is that nurtured into the yeah. professional sports. But how much, I guess you've just answered, but how much of a focus are the governing bodies? So, for example, in South Africa, the South African Football Association. Are they actually aware of that and trying to put something in place? Listen, ideas are there, concepts are there, programs are there. Yeah. Now, the only test of a good idea is in its practical implications and pragmatic actions. Yeah. That's it. Right? You, you judge an idea by the results that it produces. Yeah. Right? So, if you were to judge the results that are there, right now in South Africa, but it's dismal. Yeah. Compared to the money that's been pumped, mm-hmm. to compared to... To the, to, to the structures that are there yeah. and, and, and what is needed. Yeah. Okay? So, even South Africa is lacking that, right? Because South Africa is vast, it's a big country. Yeah. A lot of, uh, uh, kind of, uh, there's, there's a lot of infrastructure, yeah. sports infrastructure that's still needed for grassroots sports. Yeah. But most importantly, not just uh, the, the infrastructure, but the, the organization, 
right, yeah. for grassroots sports, yeah. right? There is no integration between communal sports and, and school sports. There's no integra integration between those grassroots sports and elite sports. There is some uh, semblance of collaboration between government and 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 and, 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 and the federations. Yeah, but I think it can be better. Mm -hmm. It can be real better. Yeah, right. So that the the the, 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 the kind of symbiosis yeah. or the cooperation that is needed between the professional and the government and, yeah. the, and, 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 and the government entities that yeah. have been charged with grassroots sports, yeah. it still needs to be solidified and, and made, made concrete. And do you believe that, from my experience from doing research in the market, do you think that more private investment is needed? Because in terms of government involvement, government involvement is there, but it seems to be in terms of like with the clubs, mm -hmm. do you think government involvement would be for them to maybe step back and look at it on a more um, objective view, and then like, for more private investment to come into like the clubs and investments and things like that. Listen, in, in more mature markets, yeah, or developed markets, rich countries, yeah, right. We are rich though in Africa. Right. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's another podcast. No, another discussion. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, the government in in rich countries, yeah, is takes that responsibility in yeah. terms of yeah. providing that infrastructure yeah right those investments that are needed to to for communal sports for school sports and stuff yeah idea in africa should be yeah and to some extent i can't blame the government the fisc is, is too smart mm -hmm. what the government those government they collect they don't collect a lot of money yeah and that money has to go into other things right education health yeah. and all that stuff yeah and, and and sports is seen not as a priority yeah right so in my humble opinion, the government should be in Africa a platform creator, create a framework for local investment and private uh, international private investment to create uh, this uh, this sports infrastructure. That's needed. Yeah. Now, what is the business case for those guys? Because obviously, these are people who are putting their money. Now. You mean business case for the investors? Okay. Yes, yep. the business case for the investors. Yeah. The business case is this. If you are investing in local infrastructure yep. and you are also holding local talent, uh, local competitions or leagues yeah. Yeah. for grassroots sports, if you invest in local infrastructure yeah. and you also hold or organize local sports leagues for the grassroots amateur yeah, yeah. amateur sports yeah leagues yeah right so you have an opportunity to identify mm -hmm. uh, young talent yeah unnatural talent unidentified talent so you can identify a messi and that messi you can take him to barcelona yeah you can manage him and then once you manage him you get your investment yeah back you get the returns from your investment. That's what governments should be doing. Creating those business cases that if you invest in Kenya, if you invest, invest in South Sudan, yeah. you are going to get this, and you South Sudan is a tall, tall guy. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get how many basketballers there? Yeah. Senegal? Yeah. How many? Yeah. Nigeria? How yeah. many? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true. So if, if, if but it, 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 it won't be 
if it, it won't take the NBA to go invest there if you don't create a business proposition for yeah. it. And it is happening, like you said. Um, mm. I think NBA have got a junior basketball league in Kenya and Rwanda as well. Yeah. So it is starting. And I agree with what you're saying about the governments as well. Even recently in, in Kenya, mm. um, government regulation mean that Sports PESA has pulled out of all of their local uh, um, local businesses that they had there. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. But I, I definitely agree with your point, though. I see where you're coming from with that. No, yeah. but uh, government played the critical role in yeah. sports. There's, 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 um, there's no way that you can... Uh, you can re- reduce their role in it. Mm-hmm. They are key stakeholders, mm. but we can't expect more from them in Africa because yeah. of uh, sometimes the, the fiscal constraints that they have yeah. in terms of the money that they have, the budget they have. Yeah. It's, it's sometimes sports is relegated yeah. into 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 secondary priority. But I think governments have got to have a a way of attracting investment in yeah. places where they feel that they cannot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But do you think mentalities and mindsets need to change? Because I think towards the sports market, well, let me ask you, towards the sports market, are people's mindsets still, do they still see it as like a entertainment, like they don't take it seriously? It's a hobby. Or do they, say that again? It's a hobby. It's a hobby, yeah. So yeah, yeah do they take it as a hobby or do they actually see like the, the impact? Economic, economic value. Economic, um, not just in economic, but in terms of Excuse me. <clears throat> Let me say that again. Not just in economic value, but in terms of what it can do for a nation in terms of um, bringing like camaraderie and like unity amongst the nation. Because you know when all these big tournaments come on, the whole nation gets behind it. Hey, I mean mindset. I mean, or paradigm shift as they say. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it has to be. A, it's, it's, a, it's a fundamental thing. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, and it, it, it's about preaching that gospel. Mm-hmm. So people understand it, really, that sports, yes, it plays a role in, in patriotism, it yeah. plays a role in, in, in creating good social relations and all that stuff. Fine. Yeah. Okay? But the actual fact is, Africa is poor. <laughs> yeah. Africa needs to create jobs. Yeah. And sports is a big job creator. Yeah. Right? Sports creates a lot of jobs. Yeah. Just organizing an event, a small event, creates a lot of jobs. Yeah. And that's what it is, right? If if if, if, if the governments could understand, uh, it might not mean just the government, but the people of Africa, yeah. that it's 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 no longer about mining, mining, right? The community boom is gone, and I don't think it's gonna come again mm. because the, the, the biggest community buyer now is okay. China is okay. Yeah, right. It won't go back to the to the last decade where everything was there, the money was there. Right? We gotta create things and we gotta use what we have. And what we have, we have a surplus of young talent. Yeah. We have the we are the most youthful continent in the world. And the most athletic. Yeah. In the world. So it's it's no brainer. Yeah. It's a no brainer. We have the most talented I mean we have the most athletically gifted people in the world. I'm sorry to say, I, mean, I have to be biased, but <laughs> I think we are. Yeah. And we have a, a, we have a youthful, we're the most youthful uh, uh, continent in the world. Yeah, we're very young and growing economy. Average age is 19.4. So, I mean, just look at that, right? These people don't have jobs. Yeah. And these people have energy. There's sports. The only thing is that let's harness it. Yeah. Let's harness it in a manner that it, it becomes productive. And also the, the, the government sees the value in this. 
Yeah. No, I agree. Even if even if we could talk about that, that would be a whole different podcast as well in terms True. of How, the economic benefits and just all of that as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, but the thing is, we cannot look at these things in isolation. Yeah. Right? Definitely. All the things about sports rights, local sports, right? Everything impacts it. It. I mean, everything. Yeah, it's like a domino effect, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It, it, it does. It, has, it influences the other. Everything, yeah. So, it, it, it's good that we look at it from a systematic point of view and a holistic point of view. Yeah. 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 Um, another, another point that I want to ask as well is in terms of the difference in, if you, you just mentioned as well, the continent, athletic people, if you look at the, some of the great athletes that have moved over to Europe, fickle football athletics, all from African descent. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at their careers and what they've gone on to do, mm -hmm. and yet you still see the state of how the local sports are, mm -hmm. not to say they're bad, don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, mm -hmm. but if you look at what can be from those who've come to Europe mm -hmm. and how things still are, in um, in Africa, I say there's plenty more opportunities there. Mm -hmm. how, how does that make you feel, and like, what can be done to try and overcome that? Because <laughs> there is a big difference. And listen, that the continent still lags behind in terms of like their counterparts. For sure, I mean for sure. I mean, in terms of professional sports, yeah, these guys it's football, yeah. I mean, these guys have got a, more than a century. Yeah. The Europeans. Yeah. And the yeah. English Premier League. It's, 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 it's been going for more than a century. Yeah. Right? Um, so, 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 they've got a huge head start there. Yeah. African leagues started maybe in the 60s or 70s. Right? Uh, Semi-professional. Um, some of them stopped. So, so we, 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 I don't think it's fair compare ourselves with them yeah okay i think what we need to understand is to learn from what the the mature sports markets yeah. have done mm -hmm. um understand the pitfalls of their histories yeah understand the mistakes they've made right so we don't do the same yeah but set our own agenda yeah. based on who we are and where we are okay the thing is i was looking at what jj Okocha did right um uh, and and look at what he, what he was playing and, and all those things and 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 then coming back to Africa what he's done okay fine JJ Akocha is is not Sunny Abacha or he's not a uh, 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 what, what do you call uh, good luck Jonathan yeah met okay he's not he's not he's just a player who sees an opportunity was handed to him and made sure that he exploited it and made sure that he capitalized and got value out of it and he had to applaud that for him yeah I applaud him. I applaud all the Africans that made it from poverty to where they are now, and they are millionaires, and they made a name for themselves. I applaud them, and I could never ever say that, no, these guys, they don't owe nothing to Africa. Mm. The only thing that they can do is to plow back what they've lacked, right? Because I, I don't have the moral authority to say to them, listen, you have a, have a, a Philemon Masinga or Lucas Khadem, you plow back. Come on. Mm. I can't do that, but if it feels that, hey, I want to go teach some kids in the township, you know, or I want to call some kids, I want to invest in, in local football, that's his own thing. It is his own will. If it doesn't, that's still his own will, mm -hmm. right? But the only thing that, the onus within me, me, Temban Drada, right, 
is with me, my brother. What do I do with the opportunity and what the Almighty has given me to do? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And what another man does, that's his business. Right? And that, that is our... And I have to connect with people who are in the same consciousness as me. Yeah. And we do something. If JJ comes and joins us, well, good. If Luka Khadde ever comes and joins us, well, good. Yeah. But if he doesn't, that's still good. That's his thing. Well said. Great answer. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> the, local, the local sports market in Africa, the local sports rights market in Africa, is, 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 a, is a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. Right? The only thing he hasn't re- realized is potential yet. Right? It is a product is there. It just needs to be tweaked there and then. And it will fly. Right? It's, I'm not saying it's going to be the easy thing. Yeah. But it's there. Yeah. It's there. We have the people, the players, are there. So we have the raw material. So in any economy, if they have the raw material and you can process it, right? Yeah. So processing is what? It's the leaks. Yeah. Can you distribute it? So have you got media to do it? Yes. But now, the problem is it's quality. How do we harness all the things that we have and create a quality product? Yeah. So we're sitting we're sitting on a gold mine. All of us as Africans who have a, 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 a potentially thriving sports economy. Right? We have a potentially thriving sports economy. And all we, if if we were to focus our minds, then it's got. I mean, what what we're potentially creating millions and millions of jobs. Yeah, I, I wish you guys could see what I'm seeing. Themba is so passionate. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's really good. So, but that's the end of part one. Um, we'll come back to talk about the second part. Mm-hmm. Yep, sweet. Okay, so let's um go into the second part now about uh, digital disruption. Mm-hmm. Um. For those who may not necessarily know, obviously Thembo will go into it more, but digital disruption, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. is these smaller like social media or smaller media outlets or platforms coming in and not just broadcasting events, but the way how they're doing it, it's changing the market. So in the European example, maybe your BBCs and maybe your ITVs, the bigger broadcasters are maybe thinking now, okay, we need to change our tactics. Because now, for example, again, a European example, the English Premier League may not necessarily have to go direct to your Sky Sports or your BBCs. They can go direct to the consumers on, on an app or things like that. Right? Am I right? Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. Sweet. So, so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's just a European example. But now we're going to talk more about how the state of it in the African market the, advance, the advancements, the pitfalls, and the opportunities that exist. So, Femba, how is it in the African market? And if, if we talk about digital disruption in Africa, yeah. you, you got to talk from a systematic point of view. Yeah. Okay? And kind of the value chain yeah. of, um, of, 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 of distribution. Yeah. So, um, what... What is going on right now? There's a digital migration problem. Yeah. So what is happening is that the analog uh, signal mm-hmm. is slowly but surely being killed off in Africa. Yeah. So all signals now are going to be uh, d- digital. Yeah. So people will access their TV through set boxes. Yeah. 
So they are, they, 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 I think there are three, two, well, let's say three fundamental. So there's, 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 there's DTT, yeah, with digital uh, terrestrial television, yeah, which is free to air. Yeah, there's DTH, which is basically uh, a digital television direct to home. Yeah, right. Um, so and then there's there's going to be just the, the the conventional pay TVs. Yeah. Your DSTVs and all that. So uh, now, what is what is it's creating, right? The opportunity to have loads of channels. Yeah. Right. So there's not only just going to be now one free to or oh, analog station there yeah. uh, with just one channel. No? So it's creating a lot of space for sports, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for 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 different programs, but sports now it's it's it is an opportunity. For 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 for, for our, uh, sports platforms in Africa. Yeah. So now these uh, ESPNs are coming. Everybody's coming because there's, there's, there's an opportunity for that. Yeah. But the opportunity there for local sports now. Right? So with that, it is going to create a lot of um, opportunity for diverse uh, sports genres. And is it to, for them to get a bigger audience as well because they can reach it, it, reach more? Yeah. Yeah, a bigger audience, but the consumer is going to be sport for choice. Yeah, the consumer is sport for choice, but it means there are limited sports platforms in Africa, specifically for Africans. Yeah. So now, just on on only on, on TV, there's that opportunity. Yeah. Right to create content for Zambia, sports content for Zambia. Yeah. On for TV, and it, it, it for different genres, not just football. Different genre. Mm-hmm. So that's the one number one. Yeah. Number two. Over the top. OTT. Yeah. Right? Over the top is also a great opportunity. Now, in Africa, it has li- it's going to have, at the moment, limited uh, 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 limited exposure and limited attraction compared to the TV because yep. of various things, environmental things. Do you want to explain what OTT is just in case some people listen don't know what it is? Okay. OTT is the, 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 the technology where you can access uh, TV yeah. or video content on the internet. Yeah. Things like uh, Netflix, yeah. Amazon, and Extractor. Yeah. Okay. That's what OTT is. Yeah. But also, broadcasters have got things like now, uh, VOD, video on demand. At the iPlayers and whatnot. Yes, yes. yes. So I, those iPlayers for BBC, yeah. that's an, 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 an OTT as well. Yeah. Right? But then, that's a, that's, I think that's, that's a free one. Mm-hmm. And then you got the SVOD, yeah. which is subscriber-based VOD, which is then the Netflix and the, and the, and the Amazon. Yeah. Okay? So... The, the, the broadcasters in Africa have got that opportunity, but the thing is, these things are dependent on cable. And as you know, fiber and cable in Africa um, is still, you know, it's, like, penetration is very low. St- yeah, still in development. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those things will not have traction. Yeah. But the opportunity in Africa, where it is, right, and where Africa is actually innovating and it's actually. A, 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 
kind of one of the pioneers of this, mm-hmm. right? It's a, it's, 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 it's a mobile internet, yeah. right? We have a great mobile internet penetration. A lot of our people um, are, are, are having mobile phone. Increasingly, of our people are having smartphones right now. And, and increasingly, people are, are, are consuming content on their smartphones. YouTube is good. Astronomical figure, right? Yeah. People are, are looking at videos on Facebook, right? So we have a, a, a great opportunity, right? But this opportunity is only hindered at the moment by high data costs. Okay? That's it. That is, is where we are. But so it's unaffordable for people. <coughs> most people. Yeah, for most people. Yeah. We wanna, but when we talk about opportunity, we talk about mass market. Yeah. Okay? For me, in Africa. Because if I talk about super sports, it's a niche market. Yeah. Right? And the most 10%. Right? So I don't, I mean, there's a prediction that super sport uh, uh, or pay TV market is going to be 45% of the market in 2023. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think DT, uh, I don't think free to air TV is going to be 45%. I think at the most that the pay TV can get in Africa is going to be 20%. The rest of the people for the foreseeable future, for 15 years to come, will be watching free TV. Yes. Right? So, I, I, that is my, I mean, I, I, I respect that uh, uh, opinion from a respected uh, research company, but I think that uh, uh, for the foreseeable future, people in Africa will be watching TV on digital free platforms. Right? So, let me not regress. Let's go, to, let's go back to the opportunity on mobile phone. Yeah. Now, and, and the problem that we have is still high data costs. But there is a, a mindset change from the, 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 the mobile phone uh, networks, right? What they are actually look, look, saying now, okay, they, we can give this data for free as long as people subscribe, subscribe. to our services. Yeah. And it's happening. So that mindset is there. And I think the, the business case is, 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 is slowly shifting. Yeah. Now, the monetization, monetization of that content is going to be key in terms of making this thing um, viable. Because subscription only is not going to make this thing viable. Yeah. I don't think so. Right? So, obviously, the sponsorships and advertising has got to be part of that. Yeah. Right? Um, so some some sort of premium model yeah. has got to be uh, incorporated. Another great opportunity is social TV. As in, as in, and social media being consumed on Facebook or Twitter. I, that's definitely. Um, I know. Again, forgive me. <laughs> well, not forgive me. I'm I'm in London. I live in London, but mm. in the European model, <clears throat> it's very prevalent. Um, especially look to the US as well. Mm-hmm. I think the NFL have, I think it's the NFL Thursdays that's on Twitter yeah. or Facebook. Yeah. Um, NBA games NBA. are streamed on, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, BT Sports NBA. Yeah. Uh, BT Sports, uh, is it NBA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA yeah. BT Sport here. Yeah. Um, I'm believing there's a lot more um, potential deals that could come out with the social media. They're, they're actively bidding for sporting content. Yeah. So, actively. So, so that, 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 that's a, I think that's the future for me. Yep. That's the future. Obviously, the, 
the payment platform that uh, Facebook or the pictures of this world would, would use for that. It's still under development, mm -hmm. uh, but it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great for me. It is going to be a great way to see yeah. how the whole all those things how the content is being played. The, the sponsors, how the sponsors interact yeah. with the people, and how the people interact with the uh, with the various yeah. things that come up from 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 the rights holders, from yeah. from the content, from the sponsors, yeah. for what they produce themselves, what yep. they produce for their fans, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So that that kind of thing is it, very interesting, but it's still in its uh, development stage. Yeah. Yes, it's still yeah, as you said, it's still in the, in its in its infancy. So, um, yeah, go on. All in all, this is the future. Yeah. I, in terms of Africa, it's, it is going to be... TV, yes. TV, TV is going to be fundamental uh, in, in, in driving the, 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 the industry, mm -hmm. the local sports, the sports market in Africa, and sports rights market in Africa. It's going to be fundamental um, for the next five, five, ten years. Uh, in five years, right? Yeah. But after that, uh, when we have much more cheaper smartphones, yeah. when we have much more cheaper data and cheaper deals of, for data and subscription levels, things are going to change yeah. drastically. Yeah. And the business model, it, even now, what we're, we're thinking about what's going to be the business model, it's been, it's, it, it, it won't even it's imagine. Gonna it's going to change completely. It's going to change completely. So, the, as you know, the future for Africa in terms of um, uh, uh, internet consumption of video yeah. and sports sports content, it is mobile. Yeah. Right. It, it, the younger generation, these are the people. Devices, yeah. They have they 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 use more, but on which platforms? That's going to be important. Yeah. Are the rights holders, as you said, is going to are they going to be engaging them through B two C platforms, their own OTT platforms like yeah. from iFollow, uh, EFL, yeah. or are they going to be using other platforms like Twitter and social TV on Twitter and, yeah, and Facebook, Facebook and whatnot, yeah. right? Are they going to be doing that? Are they going to be doing it on all over the mobile networks? Right? What role would the no mobile networks play in this? Yeah. So, there are a lot of questions, right? But it's certainly there. That's where the market is. Yeah. That's where the market is yeah. at the moment. Um, I believe the last... The last tender for the um, PSL in South Africa, mm -hmm. SuperSport were contended by the um, not Vodacom, MTN, MTN. Yeah. So even they are. That's that's even the signs of the movement there. Yeah, M M MTN is, <coughs> is making uh, headways uh, yeah. and, and looking for opportunities in, in the in, in the sports market for in, in South Africa per se. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, I think they are looking where they are operating across Africa. Yeah. So yeah. They understand where the opportunity yeah. is and for growth. And there's definitely scope as well because these digital disruptors are not only going B2C, so going direct to the consumer, mm. but they are also making their own content as well. So, mm. for example, they can do, if you take the PSL, for example, again, they can do PSL like on Thursdays, like special just for those and just for Twitter or just for the Facebook or yeah. the social disruptor. And that's, that's what it is, it, this, this technological revolution is doing, yeah. right? It, it's 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 making rights holders think. Yeah. Right. It's making it. It's no longer just creating a linear, well, one linear channel, one linear program. Yeah. Okay. You you from from the production now, 
you're gonna be thinking of your different segments of the market yeah. or the target market. Yeah. So you're not only distributing now content to TV platforms, yeah. right, or, or linear channels, right? Distributing platforms to a, 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 a VOD, OTT platforms. Well, yeah. We are doing to mobile, respect, to yeah. social media. So all of that has got to be within your your content strategy. Mm. Just even just saying that the potential is exciting times. We, 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 in in my opinion, we are living in the best in the best time. Yeah. Uh, for, for for sports content. Yeah. Right for sports content. Yes, this is the best time. Yeah. Right? And and sports content drives everything in media. Mm. Right. Everything. Right. If you're looking for video quality, 4K. 4K mm. was what was first introduced with sports content. Yeah. 8K right now in the Olympics is gonna be introduced what in in the Olympics. Yeah. Okay. So so sports is is, is always at the forefront. Right of driving innovation in terms of vi- in terms of video consumption. Yeah, and, and we are blessed that there are many many platforms now where your sports content where the con- sports consumer can can actually consume the yeah. the, 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 the content. Yeah, and that and now the, the the onus is on the right holder. How do you consume? How, how do you monetize? How do you make money? That's that's what that was my question. What would you from a uh, from a rights holders perspective, this is from a rights holders perspective, from a uh, big broadcaster like a like a Super Sport, for example. What would you advise them, or what angle would you advise them to go from, or to attack this potential paradigm shift? I don't think. I mean, Super listen, Super Sport is going there again. Yeah. One thing for sure, those guys, they are on point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the, the only thing is this, right? The whole value chain. So, if you're looking at producing content, yeah, uh, broadcasting content, and distribution of content, it has to be focused on your segments of the market. Okay. Yeah. So, what technology has done is to diversify. Yeah. Right. You you markets, and your con- your clients. Yeah. And they got different. I mean, people on social media, they don't watch anything more than five minutes, a clip more than five or ten minutes. Yeah. It's too long. So how do you create those clips? Mm-hmm. Right? 30 seconds. So you, from production, you're going to be thinking about yeah. so that short becomes a, 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 a goal, a tackle, and something that goes on. It has got to be on on your media, on your, on, on Facebook within, or Twitter within one minute yeah. of it happening. So that's a segment, right? Uh, uh, what about uh, 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 the, the, the the VODs and all this world, right? They don't watch a whole match. Some of them, what they don't watch, they want to have to watch the highlights, but would they want to watch them right now? What they're happening? Yeah, maybe. Can can we can you do that? Do they, some of them they don't want they want to watch the, the pre-match thing. Can you create pre-match and post-match thing? When can can we actually have access to the players when whilst they are they are preparing to go from leaving their hotel mm. on the bus, going to the change rooms and the talks, not the te- technical stuff obviously. Yeah, yeah. But the can we do that yeah. for 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 people on on the OTT platform yeah. as well? Because it gives them exclusivity yeah. and it makes people to what to sign up. Yeah.
So it, 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 it creates, it, it, it makes us to be innovative, to think about other things. Yeah. Yeah. Just plenty more opportunities for investors, it, different parties to come in and, yeah. You, you, listen, you cannot say that at this moment, the sports market is, is only about big boys. Yeah. Okay. All of us. There's other things we spoke about, which fan engagement. Yeah. There's a huge example, the, the best example, in my opinion, Arsenal fan TV. Yeah. Like, Arsenal Fan TV is innovative stuff, right? Robbie's a very clever guy. He knows what he's doing. Very, very clever. Yeah. Like, look at it. I mean, that that is a simple thing. Production-wise, I don't think it costs him a lot of money. Nope. Right? He does it in the back of his car. All the editing and stuff. Right? So, so, so it, it, it's, it's a simple thing. It's got so much potential for yeah. this. He's not even got a sponsor. Yeah. Blood Group. So, you see... It's not one example. Just just on the fans in terms of pre-match predictions and post-match reviews. That's all it does. And it's instant as well. There's no delay. It's quick. But there are other things that can be done. Yeah. Who want to know where DT, DT that guy is? <laughs> Who's this guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's an interesting character. Yeah, yeah. Right? All those guys, he's, they're interesting people. Yeah. You know? What do you leave? What do you leave? So, so there are a lot of things. Where, where do Arsenal fans hang out? Yeah. What do they do? Who are these people? So now, now it's not all about the guys there. Mm. The stars are the, even the fans. Yeah. So we have fan engagement. What content can fans create for themselves? So it's it's. We have to when we are looking at the African sports rights market, right? We not only think about what's going on in the pitch. It's very important. Yeah. That's what creates everything. That's a primary thing. But the other uh, low-hanging food that you can... Uh, off, off the field. It's true. So there's, there's plenty of money. Plenty, plenty. Give me the money. Give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the money. We can both use it. Uh, I've known him for a long time and he's continued to preach. Preach. Preach his gospel very strong and keep going, man. Because opportunities are there. And I know your, your consultants here are doing great things anyway. So Yeah, we're trying. Keep going, man. Keep we're trying. Going. Remember, thanks. It's been amazing. But mm-hmm. before we leave, just two more questions that I've, I want to ask everyone when I get on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So firstly, if there was one thing that you can introduce to the African sports market to help its development, to make it better, mm-hmm. what would it be? Just one thing. An idea. So... Oh. An idea or something that you'd like to see change or something different that you can implement to make the uh, sports market better in Africa, what would it be? Wow. Right now, yeah. I'll look at what, what we're doing. Yeah. Because that's why we think it's an opportunity. Right now, we're in, we are engaging with various rice holders. We're helping them produce quality sports programs for the local market, mm-hmm. whether they're in Kenya. Rwanda or South Africa, yeah. Then taking them, taking their products abroad to the international market. So for us, it's it's not getting new things. So making what is there mm. work and making it viable. Yeah. And then taking out. Straight to the point. I like that. Yeah. Um, and secondly, I kind of have a feeling what you're going to say, but I still ask you. Mm. Um, who do you think holds the power 
in the sports business market. So the sports, so for example, football, mm. the sponsor, the MTN, or the media. Mm. Which do you think holds the power in that relationship? All have got various, varying degrees of power. Yeah. But is there's not one stakeholder that is has unparalleled influence like the media. Yeah. I mean, federations can create uh, sports uh, leagues. Yeah. Organize events. Yeah. But without media publicizing and monetizing, that's not viable. Yeah. I wouldn't expect anything else from you. That's, that's not viable. <laughs> no, that's not viable. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that federations are less important. Yeah. Okay? Or sponsors are less important. Right? They all are important because they fulfill a need. Right? And they create sustain they help create sustainable sports leagues. Without any one of them, they, they, they this gonna it's not gonna happen. Yeah. But as you know, communication and the power to take whatever you're doing to mess millions and millions of people mm -hmm. is the real power. Yeah. So media plays it. I mean, the Premier League here without Sky, right? After what had happened uh, in um, the love, not love, what was it? Uh, the tragedy, the tragedy in. Uh, oh, Hillsborough. Hillsborough. Yeah. Right. After Hillsborough, the Premier League went down. Right. But after the child, uh, the the, the the Taylor report yeah. recommended a lot of changes, and you have to recommend. I mean, you have to give uh, kudos to the to the FA yeah. for implementing the recommendations on, on on the Taylor report. Yeah, because it actually changed the whole football industry and football culture in yeah. this country, and then it attracted investors yeah. like Sky. So Sky worked with the FA very well, but without Sky pumping the money, that actually change. The image of this making it the number one sports. I mean, the number one kind of uh, football rights uh, yeah. uh, 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 kind of entity or pro pro property. Um, so I mean, you you, you cannot. You, yes, the FA was there. The F, we have the FA, the PSL, yeah. and sorry, the EPL. Yeah. Um, we have to say yes, it did well. With, without with, without Sky. Without Would Sky. Is. No. Yeah. Fair enough. Thema, that's it. Um, thank you for your time. Yeah. It's been great. Passionate as always. Yeah, man. Just keep working hard to put a better to sports business market in Africa. No worries, man. Cheers, Thema. Thanks for that. You're welcome, man. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thanks. And hopefully we'll get you on again soon. Yep. We'll definitely collaborate more in the future as well, for Let's sure. Let's do that, man. For sure. Let's do that. Cheers, man. <laughs> Cheers.